You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 59 of The Menovation. If you heard episode 58, you know we're coming in hot. <laughs> we're coming in fired up. Eric was espousing all the things that we believe on this show, uh, all the things that we have found to be true in our lives. So if you need to know a recap of what he was saying, you need to go back and listen to episode 58. But listen to it anyways, because episode 59 is a continuation with Eric Contreras about uh, the amazing life that he has led, uh, the amazing children, marriage, all the things, and he's just sharing his wisdom around mm -hmm. uh, having adult children, actually seeing... The work that you put in, seeing what comes out on the other end, he is living through that. He's walking through things with his boys. Um, so we're going to dive right in, not waste a second. Uh, all right. So last episode, we finished talking about just kind of what mentality you were going into with your boys, going into being a parent. Um, Coming, did you think that also overflowed into your marriage of having the mentality of, I basically get to choose what I want my life to be? Uh, yeah. Um, you, I believe you actually choose who you marry to. Um, yeah. Nobody forces you to to marry right? XYZ. Yeah. Uh, mm, I mean, unless well, you're Indian. Unless you're Indian, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different, that's another chapter, that's another podcast. <laughs> that's a podcast for another time, I guess, but... Uh, but yeah, but at least in, in our society, um, you married who you want to marry. Right. Um, do you have the type of life that you want to have? I mean, let me let me um, let me go back to something that I said on the previous episode. Um, I have heard so many parents say, "I think you just need to get married so you can get somebody can fix you up." Yeah. Wow. I think you need to get married so that you're you stop being the way you are. Oh, wow. uh, that's such a uh, erroneous, erroneous mentality from a parent to tell to a kid. Sure. Why, why I say this, um, I always teach my kids, uh, especially Eli, who is actually my oldest. And I, I tell them, if you're looking for a, the perfect wife, make sure first you're the perfect man. Right. Right. And because yep. when, as I was, when I came out of that hospital, um, last time hospital bed wanted to take my life and, and I was still, I was having this conversation with God um, and I said I thought that I needed to make my list and I had my list of what I the, the virtues that I wanted for my wife right so I had she has to be this and this and this and this and and God told me that's a great list but what do you have to offer in return right so that, that's what uh, I, I truly understand that um, you need to learn how to love yourself first before you get into a marriage if now you're going to make that person miserable in your life yeah yeah uh, because you come with all this garbage into uh, a marriage and this other person has a bunch of garbage mm -hmm. right and next thing you do is you create a dumpster you don't create a, a marriage <laughs> hilarious yeah it's, and, and it, it, it is <laughs> yeah it, it is because mm -hmm. we come with so much damage and 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 we're not thought we're, nobody teaches us that uh Right, that if you're gonna marry somebody, be be have something to offer. 
Totally. Right? Like, we we lost lost I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was We've telling, I was telling mm-hmm. my son, I mean, what, if you, when you get off, or when you think of marrying, when you start dating, well, he's dating, uh, but I tell him, what is that other person bringing to your life? Right. Um, and so um, when I, when I met my wife, I said, I'm, I'm thankful that I met her when I met her and not before. I think that, that was part of God's plans. Totally. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it um, helped us a lot in, in raising our kids the way we have raised them. Um, again, it's not just me. It's, it's, it's my wife and I. Um, one of the things, a couple of things that we've been talking since day one in our marriage was um, if for whatever reason you're disciplining our kid, don't get involved. Don't come and say, oh, no, but you should not uh, yes. tell, him, tell this to our kid. Oh, you should not. So, like, uh, if she's disciplining, you're not going to try and come and gotcha. Exactly. Okay. Yes. We, she, we're not allowed to do that. That's one Good. thing. If that, yeah. it's, it's probably she saw something that I didn't see. Probably uh, she didn't saw something that I saw. Right, mm-hmm. but Having then each back, right, yeah. and so yeah. and so mm-hmm. then we later come back after that. Our, our son have a conversation. is is, is yeah. disciplined. Then we talk about a conversation, but and then we we're like, oh, I screwed up. Oh no, that's perfect. What you did is great. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then we have that conversation, but we're not. And what happens sometimes is it's uh, when you're disciplining your kid and you have parents fighting over. No, you should discipline your kid. No, you should not. Right? Yeah, they yeah. learn that if dad is being mad at me. And he's taking my my phone away, and I can go to mom, and mom will give me the phone back. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right? right. And then they learn to play the system, mm-hmm. right? And that's something that we we learned from from a really young age in our marriage was there's none of that. Yeah. There's also no fighting in front of the kids either. So um, before you get into this too much, um, mm-hmm. I just want to preface this because you're kind of already going along this track anyway. So I just yep. want to set this up sure. a little bit. Uh, what what were the keys? to, do you think, raising successful kids? I mean, obviously you're starting to talk about them. So I wanted to kind of like, just put this on your mind so you can kind of go on this this trail. Like mm-hmm. we can get into the marriage part separate, but just because we have the connection to Elijah. Right. What were the keys to um, setting up yourself for success when parenting? You're kind of going along that. So the first one you kind of mentioned is if someone is disciplining, you let that person discipline, and then afterwards, privately, you can discuss. Hey, let's tweak. Let's ignore that was good. Let's keep going. You know, what are what were some of the things that you went into that with? One of the things I think that we do as as parents is again go, going back to last episode. Um, we don't want our kids to go through what we go through, mm-hmm. right? And so we're very soft on our kids. I believe you cannot you cannot do that. You cannot be. Yeah. If you want to raise successful kids, that's good. So yeah, so so sometimes, like I said, um, we shelter our kids, um, and forget to discipline our kids, um, and and because we don't want them to go through what we went through, yeah, we give them everything. And so so one of the things that um, even with, with my wife and I had thought about is like, okay, we need to send. I mean, giving like an example with Jitsak, um, I don't want to send Jitsak overseas and have be a, an exchange student or something like that because I want him to be more exposed sure. to life. Yeah, my kids have been raised with everything, um, and and that can be a good thing and a bad thing. 
um, a good thing because they are secure boys. Yeah. Right. They're not kids that if somebody comes, if a chick comes around, they don't play with my kids. Um, they know who they are. Again, something that I that I learned my in my early years of my life as a Christian was know who you are. Know who you are. Know who's you are. When 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 a decision um, making comes, you know who you are, and when you're making that decision, make the decision based on who you are and the fact that you know who you are, and 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 that's how you actually move uh, or how you go along with your life. I mean, you yeah. you you need to be as smart as far as the decisions that you make, and so so um, when you have everything given to you, you have no identity sometimes. Um, you don't know who you are. There, I have um, a friend who whose son is constantly in uh, in tears because he was raised with everything. Again, no, no, no mother, but he was raised with everything. Do you think the struggle helps define your identity? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there, there's there's many ways that you can find your identity. The struggle for some of us is is what is needed, or sometimes we have no say on. Most of us have no say in what what we go through, yeah. um, but for some of us that are are married uh, together, we 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 can lead what happens in our kids' lives, and and at that point we have the opportunity to, again to shelter them. But when you shelter them, you're making a monster, really. Wow. Um, or 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 you you decide how you raise your boy, your 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 daughter, uh, whatever your case is, but. Uh, um, I do not believe in sheltering. Um, I believe that uh, yes, you give what your needs, what what their needs are. I mean, obviously you're gonna feed him. You're not gonna do something sure. like okay, I, I want to make you strong. I'm not gonna feed you for a month, yeah. <laughs> right? There's no such thing as that. But the bit, one of the things that uh, that I want to do with my in my life that I wanted to do with my life is I I feel like God has given me three talents, and those are my kids. And I want, oh, I want, yep, yep. and I and I want, mm-hmm. I want those three talents to be multiplied. able to multiply. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, and my my work as a parent is to teach you how to multiply, how to be better. Mm-hmm. So I, I multiply myself and my three boys, and I want them to be. Um, Come on. I, I, yeah. When 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 my wife and I got married, we said our kids, based on what we went through, our kids are going to take over the world. That's I use. I always tell them, you guys are going to take over the world. You guys are going to take over the world. You guys are going to take over. You guys are going to be world changers. You guys are going to make these changes in the world because you guys have everything. And you guys have parents that know who you are. And something that I tell them, I mean, my youngest, he's uh, he's autistic, um, Adriel. And so one day he came to to our house saying, uh, he was telling my wife, um, he's like, mom, I think there's something wrong with me. And uh, uh, my wife is like, why? And uh, my son is like, well, um, kids at school keep telling me that I'm weird. And so my wife told me, she, he, she started talking with my son. And then um, I grabbed my kid and put him on, on top of the, the sink. And, and there was a mirror. And I say, I sat him down and I said, okay. I said, say, I am good. He's like, well, I am good. I'm strong. And he's like, I'm strong. I'm talented. And he, so we started telling things the things that he is, not the things that he's not. Um, we started to shift that mentality. And I told him, I, I said, sweetie, yes, you are autistic, right? Because that reality is what it is. So I told him, but there's nothing wrong with you. You just think different than they do. Yeah. 
But there's nothing wrong with you. The fact that you think different than they do to the rest of the world doesn't make you any lesser anymore. But you decide what you're going to do with what is given to you and how you're going to shift it. What are you going to, what are you going to make out of that? So, and again, most, most people and most of us, sometimes we make the mistake of saying, oh, poor you. Yes, you are. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So things are going to get better. We start to put the limitations yes. in we the We put limitations on their brain saying, yeah, sure. because you are this, yes, you should, you should feel sorry for yourself. You have all the right to feel sorry. No, you have no, no right to feel sorry for yourself. That's the one thing you cannot do in life. You cannot tell your kid that they should feel sorry because of anything, because they're short, because they're fat, because they're tall, because they're whatever. There's mm -hmm. no such thing as, as I feel sorry. And when we go back to what we were saying in the last episode, just because you're a minority, you should feel less about yourself. No, there's no such thing as, as none of that. I mean, um, <laughs> every time I, fi I find a roadblock in, in whatever I'm doing, well, that's telling me that I haven't done enough. Mm -hmm. I have to do more. I have to keep working on myself. Mm. Right? I'm the architect of my life. And if I don't wow. do anything to change that, to change the plans, right? If I see a rock that is not let, letting me keep building in my life, well, I need to do something about it. Either mm. I need to build around it or I'm going to find a way to blow the freaking rock out of my way so I can keep growing, going up. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's all it is in life. Um, uh, and that's when it comes to parenting. Again, we make the mistake of loving our kids too much and not correcting them, not teaching them, um, well, you are good enough the mm -hmm. way you are. You are perfect the way you are. But if you want to be more, if you want to, if you want to keep, you want to get more reps, uh, more time playing, then what are you going to do about it? If yeah. the other person you're competing with is doing more than you, don't come and complain with me that you're not getting enough reps. Well, do more than the other kid so you can <laughs> be better, so you can get faster, so you can get stronger. Mm -hmm. Do something about it. Right? Right. So what... Ben, say something. Uh, I did, <laughs> dude, I, this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it just seems like you, it just really seems like God in that moment in your bed was like, you're either going to be a victim yeah. or you're going to be a victor. Yeah. And again, anybody could have looked at your life and said, totally justified. He's got issues. He's got all these problems. But, I mean, because again, I look at I look at you guys. I look at my wife who's got epilepsy, and people kept telling her, "You can't do this. You can't do this." Mm -hmm. But she traveled the world, and she did all these things, and and uh, uh, she. It just it's so interesting that people that feed the victim mentality mm -hmm. are in such different spots, mm -hmm. right? right? There's always like something is out to get me and take advantage of me. So therefore I need to respond in such a negative way versus the other thing. So what, uh, what would you say some of your biggest challenges were? So like you, so you talked about kind of your mindset going into this, you know, we want our kids to be world changers. So that's kind of like your base coming back to what was your biggest challenge kind of raising three boys, um, and trying to get them to be, you know, that get them to be world changers, get them to not, have someone be able to steal their identity, which I, that was such a great uh, thing that you said. So, um, the, the, um, I guess the biggest thing for us has been correcting them because you're, you're a parent, you love your kids and I hope you love your kids. Yeah. Right? Somebody's listening. I hope, yeah, I hope, that, I hope that's what it is. <laughs> um, but sometimes we, we love them too much that we cannot bring discipline to your kids. Mm. 
Uh, or do you think we have a skewed vi- version of love or vision yeah, of love? Yes. Yeah. Because we had something bad happen to us. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we don't want to do X, Y, and Z. Exactly. To- exactly. And that's, that's one of the things that I wanted to ask to clarify as well. Because when you grew up, you did not have much of a father figure. Uh-huh. Well, you did, but then he was, he was kind of gone. He was never there. Right. Yeah. Uh, how did like how did you shape your thoughts about how you wanted to be a parent? Like what what <laughs> triggered what changed? Yeah, I I didn't want to be my dad. Sure. See, that's that, that that's it. That's my I, that's I, me as well. I did yeah. like everything that I am is the opposite of my dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I where mm-hmm. my dad was not there for me. I wanted to be there for my dad. I was very talented growing up in 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 the sports realm. <laughs> I was I was uh, I was playing uh, competitively in soccer, right? I was I was um, I, when it came to track and field, I was uh, a state champion. There was a lot of uh, a lot of things that I did, um, and I always did it by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell my wife I don't remember a single event where my dad was was present for anything. A single event. Now with my kids. When either Eli, Jacek, or Adriel, they have a rehearsal, uh, or they have a, a a concert, they have a football game, you name or practice, I'm there. I try to be there. Why? Because um, I remember looking in the stands and, and looking to see if anybody went Oof. to show up to see me. I won so many competitions. No cries. I can't cry. No yeah. cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won so many competitions, and and I tell, and the only person I remember showing up was by accident. Uh, my aunt's husband, my uncle, who who unfortunately passed away, he was the only person that I ever saw me by accident. But he was there, and because he was there, to me, I I always held him in such a high standard because wow. he was there for me one time by accident. He was there, Jeez. and I tell my, my 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 wife, I'm like, I I don't want my kids doing something in life, looking around and not knowing that I'm not there. And 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 I want and every time Jitsak is playing, I'm waving. I'm like going crazy. I'm like, people probably think what's wrong with this dude, <laughs> right? But I'm just waving. I want my kid to know that I'm there. Yeah. I want my kid to know that. Uh, and I and they know. And I and I have these conversations with them. And I tell them, guys, I probably am not going to be there here forever. At some point, I'm going to pass away. Uh, but as as I'm here, I want you to do what I'm doing. I want to tell my kids, do what I do. <laughs> Mm. Don't do what my parent did. I'm. I want to teach him how to be a good parent and be and be there for them. And like I said, and sometimes that means I need to this. I need to take your phone away, right? I need. You cannot. You you won't be able to go out tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, there there are ways that you need to discipline, and you have to discipline your kid, or the world is gonna discipline to their ways, right? Um, Elijah said that exact same thing. Yeah. 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 In the mm-hmm. episode. He's paying attention. He's paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I hope, hopefully, they're paying attention, or, or we're going to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 just that. Um, yeah, I mean, I have nobody, nobody that ever talked to me about sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my what I learn about sex is what I learn in a, in a porno movie. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And mm-hmm. and and part of it was because. Um, one of the people that uh, I ended up living with was my my mom's brother who was gay and he had a collection of porno. He has a, a porn collection and I was a, a really young kid and, and I, I when I first time I, I, I saw porn, I was like, well, this is it. Yeah, it's all you know. Yeah. Girls 
don't yeah. mean anything, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so, so it was really hard for me to change my mentality about what is, what is like to love a woman, what is like to have, what is like to wait, sure. uh, and have a relationship with a woman. Like I said, when, when I became a Christian, I tried to get all of that and say, that's trash. God, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, sleep around. And I, I told my kids one time there was a girl that basically got naked in front of me and told me, if you're a man, you're going to do something about this. And I said, I'm a man. She took the, 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 the door in front of her. And I said, because I'm a man, I know how to restrain myself. <laughs> and I tell my wow. kids, this wow. is going to happen to you. And this is exactly what has, what is happening right now to my kids. But again, these are the things that you need to have. You need to be able to tell your kids, this is what, this is what's going to happen. And, and don't let anybody tell you you're not man enough because you cannot touch me. You tell her, I'm a man and probably you, you are in front of the, the only man you ever met in your life because I'm the only man enough to say no to a woman that is naked in front of me. Right. And these are the type of conversations that I wish I had, but I never did. But these are the type of conversations I, I'm having with my kids today because I want them to be better than me, but I, because I want to be the parent that I never had, but I want them to be a parent to their kids like, like no others. I mean, my mine and my wife goal today is um we wanna be um generational curse breakers. Yeah. We wanna yes. I, I tell my kids I, I, I wanna build a big piece of land somewhere where we can all come together and talk and be together as family. I mean your kids, your kids, your kids and their kids and their kids and their kids, we can all together and and, and I wanna bless all of our kids. And we I wanna be able to um um, be something meaningful for, for my kids. Why do I work so hard? I want so hard because I want to leave something for my grandkids and legacy. their kids as well. Yeah. I want a legacy. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we don't, we don't, I, I feel like sometimes we're so self-centered in our ways, right? That is, it's life has become about us. It's not about our legacy. It's about, well, as my kid, well, it's your life. You do whatever you want to do with your life. Um, if you make a mistake, well, it's, I'm sorry, you're going to learn from this. No, you are a parent. God has given you kids. Right. That's your legacy. Build a legacy with God has given you. And that's what, what, what my wife and ours, we, we want to do. And like I said, that, that's been, um, <laughs> that's, that's my goal. That's, that's my dream in life is I want to keep buying house, homes. I want to be able to give in homes to everybody when I pass away. I want to be able to give in something uh, I want, I want, I want to be the foundation. I told my kids, whatever I went through, I'm the foundation. If you have, you have to step on my back so you can keep going up. Perfect. I'm gonna be that, mm. but be that for your kids as well. Uh, uh, I'm not saying don't That's have so don't have dreams. I'm not saying mm-hmm. waste your life. I'm saying just leave, do all of this, but know that there's a legacy behind you. And whatever mm-hmm. you do, uh, I tell them every time you buy a perfume, every time you buy. Every time you go to the bank, you go to Wells Fargo, you're putting money into somebody else's legacy. Build your legacy so that people come and actually build your legacy. Because when you go, for example, and buy a Ferrari, right? That's somebody's legacy. That's somebody's last name. You're making yourself poorer and you're making somebody else somebody else richer. Mm-hmm. And so in life with your kids is either you put that money, you put that, uh, cultivate um, that kid or you're going to make that kid poorer right so what you said right there i have never heard before 
You're either building your legacy or you're building, you're building someone, someone else's. Yes. Yeah. Woo. Damn. <laughs> what kind of role or how important, just talk about it, whatever you want to say. But how important do you think Adria was to the development of your boys? Because Oof, it just seems like bit, you guys yeah. were, I mean, I'm sure not at every, <laughs> step, every step. Right. But I'm sure it just seems like you guys, at least for the most part, were in sync. Like, yeah. this is our vision for our sons or our kids or our family. And this is, so like, we kind of have that starting point, the foundation you're always going to come back to. Um, because I know just as guys, we tend to go really, really hard, right? With certain things, we tend to be a bit extreme. And my wife is always kind of tempering that just a bit to bring it back because we have girls. So mm -hmm. we're not, we're not quite, as, we don't quite right. have boys, but it's just tempering it just a little bit to make it, it makes sense for their context, mm -hmm. right? Because they're only like two and four. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm super intense and, and she's like, yeah. they're little kids still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I think she has everything. I mean, I, I, I cannot give her enough credit to mm -hmm. be honest with you. Um, I'm thankful that Kat allowed me to meet her because she is the perfect woman to me and the perfect mother to my kids. Um, she is just amazing. And, and you touch on something right now, uh, John, very particular that I strongly, strongly believe that you need to start disciplining your kids at a very young age. There's mm -hmm. not, not uh, uh, there's no such thing as, well, when they get older, no. Just start when they're little. You're teaching them what to do. Like I said, going back to, to Adriel, like I said, he, he was diagnosed with, with autism um, at a very young age. So we knew we were going to be facing with things that we were not prepared for, right? So the way we disciplined uh, Eli or Jitsak was very decent, very different. I'm sorry that uh, when Adriel came along and, and out of nowhere, he was just crying or he wanted to do whatever he wants to do, he wanted to do. Uh, so one thing that we did with Adriel, I mean, it, you cannot really tell that Adriel is, is autistic. Right. Yeah. No, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and why? Uh, most most parents uh, will say, well, he, poor kid, again, going to the poor mentality, right? Poor kid, he's autistic. Let's give him a break. No, there's no such thing as let me give you a break because you are this. No, heck no. That was mm -hmm. not on our lives. Mm -hmm. when, 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 when we find out about it, uh, we were even more strict to, with Adriel. And said, "Really? No, heck no. You're not going to be throwing, throwing transforms every time you, you want just because it is okay. It is accepted because you have, because you went through all of wow. this, that tells you that, wow. yes, it's okay for you to do this. Heck no, there's no such mm -hmm. thing as that. So being in sync with my wife and saying, yes, this is how we're going to raise our kids. It has been everything to, 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 to having really amazing kids. And, and again, with Adriel, yes, he, he is, there are things that are traits of a person that is autistic, but again, unless you're actually really observing you cannot really tell that he is he's autistic because since day one we've been this is okay this is not okay if you do this there are consequences to, to what you're doing and you don't stop you don't stop you keep telling you again if you don't tell your kids what they need to do the world will tell them it is okay for you to do it is okay for you to commit suicide especially, it is okay for you now. to do this yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes yeah. Mm -hmm. and there is no such thing as it is okay right it is it is it is what it is either you tell them somebody else will tell them their version of what is okay and what is right. accepted and what is not and that's why now in today's society it is okay for a man to be called a woman a woman to be called a man and, and because there's no identity they don't know who they are because they people told them it is okay to do whatever you want to yeah. be it is okay there's it is not such thing as there is okay be a parent be there for your kids 
discipline your kids. There's no, uh, the Bible talks about this. You need to discipline your kid. Mm-hmm. You have to. And, and, and if you don't, again, I go back to somebody else will. And, and, and the way that person is going to, or the way the world is going to discipline your kid is by telling them it is okay to do whatever you want to do. So what would you say her, just from looking back on it, um, I know it's probably hard to pick out one thing, but what would you say the biggest impact? Because I think who you marry is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, you, what would you say the biggest impact was that she had? Again, growing up without either of my parents, um, when we first got married and we had Eli, I told my wife, I, I want you to not work because at the beginning we, would, we were both working. And I told her, um, the best gift I can give my kids is the present, presence of her mother mm. uh, as they're growing up. At the very early stages of their lives, Adria was there, was present. She was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, and again, now we have this idea of you're a woman, less empowered woman. They can work. Uh, we can. It's okay to leave the kids together. Yeah. That was, I think, that was the biggest thing for us is that she was there for her kids, loving them. Uh, and again, it was a, 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 a matter of balancing our relationship. So again, very stages of our lives, I said, you are the mother, you love on them. I'm going to correct them and I'm going to be tough of them. Yeah. Love them. Mm-hmm. I will correct them. And sometimes we do the opposite. I mean, sometimes I love them and she corrects them, but it's okay. Because again, we go back to in a, every healthy home, you have a voice of a mother, a voice of a father. Um, but my wife is really, my wife is really wise as well. She, she's such a, she's such an amazing wife that I, again, I cannot take credit for, for, sure. All of this because it hasn't been, I, I'm not a single parent. I have an amazing wife and she's been side by side with me in the good, the bad, the ugly, and, and the beautiful as well. Sure. So sure. so it is it is very important who you're married. And, and, and again, uh, as parents, sometimes we tell kids, well, when you find that special someone, he's going to fix you, she's going to fix you. No, that person is not going to fix anything. It's going to screw you up if you're not ready to have gonna that good relationship. Bring out more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, more, yeah. more of the worst. So, but when you are actually, you're able to be, you're in a good spot in your life when you're ready to meet that someone, um, that person, you you enter a pact and, 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 and it's all about generational, right? Foundations and, and, and growing our, our, our uh, uh, our lives together and, and building the life of our kids together. So um, it is very important who you married. It is very important uh, who the decisions that you make. I, I, I cannot give her enough credit. Let me let me right. just say that she she's an uh, an amazing woman, and, and I'm very thankful she's stuck by me when in, in in my worst. So so you talked about I don't know if you're going to say something. I just want to ask one quick, quick one quick question. You mentioned discipline, even when they're little. What do you think that looked, or what, what did that look like for you? Is that timeout? Is that, is that spanking? Is that, what is that? What, what did that look like for All you? of it. Um, <laughs> we are, uh, we've been told that it's not okay to spank our kids. No, it is okay to spank our kids. I see parents sometimes, many times, negotiating with their kids. Yeah. Hey, Larry, don't do this. Sometimes it's like, stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. It is not okay. Yeah. Right. And and there is nothing wrong with, with spanking your kids. There's a lot of psychological uh, ideas nowadays that that is wrong. That is not the way. 
to do this, to, to raise your kids, uh, that yeah. you have a more, a, a more open communication. Well, here's the thing. Um, I believe that you have to be a friend to your kids, but don't forget that you're also parents. Sure. Yeah. Because when you're a friend, you you start uh, screwing around with your friends. You're like, let me push around. Let me, Yeah. I don't care yeah. about you. But when you're a parent, they need to respect you. And so... These are the things that my wife and I have to come together and and, and agree on on uh, agreeing on disagreeing on on some some things and that's okay to sometimes disagreeing with your spouse but once you make a decision stick with that decision and see and and, yeah. and move forward but um, uh, I believe that your son should respect you because you are is her uh, parent right um, and 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 sometimes we we forget what that looks like. Totally. Again, we become their friends, but we forgot to be their parents. And yeah. that's right. that's a that's a big, big mistake. Yeah. Um and so my kids know um that they can there, there are ways or there are times where I need to be their friends, but sometimes I need to be their parent and I need, and then I need to bring correction to their lives. Yeah. Do you have something to say? Yeah, I had yeah. so keep going. You were saying that in, in every healthy home there's a voice of a mother and a father. What would you say to someone that unfortunately is not in that situation is attempting to raise kids, but doesn't have a husband at home or doesn't have a wife at home? Yeah. Like how would, how would they navigate the, the need for both a mother and a father's voice in, in the house? Well, uh, that's that's a, a great great point, and there's a lot that that can be said about that. Uh, first of all, uh, one of the main things that I see, uh, main issues that I see when you have a single parent is that because there is one of the parents missing, mm-hmm. we want to overcompensate. Yeah, and we spoil mm-hmm. our kids to a point where they don't respect them anymore, or they become so spoiled that. Uh, that's all they want. They that that's all they know. Um, that's all they know. They they just they're just spoiled, and they go uh, in life. They they raise kids in life, uh, and finding a, a husband, a wife, that is thinking that is gonna be the same way as their parents. So they have no commitment to anything because they're waiting for everything is a freebie for them. Everything is it's it's expect they're expecting everybody else to do for them, um, everything they want. Yeah. So you cannot overcompensate. Uh, the fact that you don't have a partner in your life, that you have, uh, you don't have a husband or a wife, um, doesn't mean that you need to give a, a break to, to your kids. I, I think personally is that you have to be tougher with your kids mm. because you're trying to. You, you want to. You yeah. need to overcompensate, mm-hmm. right? Like again, when when I'm tough with my kids, my wife is 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 a loving parent. When my wife is 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 uh, the tough parent, I have to be. Uh, the loving that to my mm-hmm. to my kids as well is that they're they compensates, but we don't have that. You, you you have to you have to be uh, tougher because then again the kids start um, and I see this everywhere. I see this sometimes. I have seen this with my nephew. Uh, my brother um, got divorced. Are very very uh, probably within a year or two years of his marriage. He and, mm. and then he raised he raised his son by himself literally. And and he wanted to compensate for the lack of not having a mother around, and 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 my I see my nephew having a lot of issues because not knowing who he is. Sometimes going back to identity because mm-hmm. um, he got everything, 
he had every 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 video game he had every everything you want he had because my brother was so focused on working so hard so that not that he wouldn't lack everything or anything in life um that he gave him everything and so again we go back to can't do that uh, with with my kids um I don't like video games much, so I I did buy them a video. I buy them video games, but I was like, they, every time they can. Well, my friend has his new video game. He has he, they yeah, have yeah. a new console. Well, your old one works. Yes, well, that's fine. That's that's all you need, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So you don't need a new anything. That's all you need. And 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 again, um, children need stuff, and that's what par as parents. So that's one of my mistakes that we we do is you think that that by giving stuff. Just gonna say that, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all they need, yeah. And that's right. that's one of the wrong mistakes because we, 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 a, we bring, uh, we create monsters that need to consume whatever the world is telling them that wow. they need. They need new shoes. Mm -hmm. They need they need new shoes to be accepted. They need their mm -hmm. new video yeah. game to fit in. They need to be this. They need to have this to be that. One thing that I, if you see Eli, for example, you'll see that he never wears brand anything. Because at a very young age, we told them, you don't make the, the brand doesn't make you, you make the brand. You be the Come big on. person. Mm -hmm. You be the, 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 the strong man that brands will come to you and say, please wear this. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wear this to say, oh, I, I'm, a, I'm good enough. And because, wow. I, because I'm wearing a Nike shirt, I'm good enough. No, you have Nike come to you and say, please wear my shirts. Mm. Because I want, I want people to relate to you and think that because you wear a Nike shirt, you're, 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 people are going to be like you. That's how you you need to approach life, mm. uh, uh, and so um, it is hard. I'm not gonna say it is it is not, but but uh, another thing, another issue that I and I think we were talking, I, I think we were talking about this. I don't know if I was talking with my wife about this last night, but we were talking about when you have uh, you're a single parent and you are uh, uniting your life with somebody else, right? And 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 you have. Uh, the person, let's say, let's say I have my son or a daughter, and I come to a marriage, and I tell my my new um, wife, "Well, you cannot correct my kid. It's my kid. Don't mess around with him. Leave him alone." That's that's the worst thing you can do as a, as a new uh, as a parent in a new relationship. If you don't let your your new spouse be the parent, mm -hmm. you, you get out of that relationship. Because you're gonna hurt your kid, you're gonna hurt yourself, you're gonna hurt the other person. If you're not yeah. willing to let the other person be a parent to your kid, get out of that. Don't even get into that relationship. Yeah, mm -hmm. and put it that way. Yeah, because you're gonna be damaging yeah. a lot of people. Well, what's mm -hmm. interesting about you two is, I mean, I hear so many stories across the across the board, so many different things about how people are, and we do this, I think, naturally. Unfortunately, when we're not aware of it, we pass along our own issues, our own securities onto our kids and allow it to become their identity, mm. their insecurities, their things. Uh, what's interesting is it didn't seem like you and Adria, I mean, I'm too, you guys are human, but you, you really tried to make a conscious effort to not do that. And do you think that that was just all wrapped up into the package of just how you guys decided to raise your boys? Or was there a conscious effort? Uh, because I see that now. Like even just as Lindsay and I are being parents and we're doing these things, we, we've had that conversation quite a few times. It's like we can't let our insecurities become their insecurities. We can't let what stuff we're walking through become their identity. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, because I, I mean, I just hear so many stories across the board where uh, th that's exactly what parents are doing. 
like like you said, because like your brother, for example, not to pick on him, but he got divorced. So he was trying to fill that in that insecure hole with trying to give his kid everything. <laughs> and but or maybe even not disciplining like when he should have or whatever the situation was. Yeah. Um we all have insecurities one way or another. Sure. Um, and, and at the beginning, one of the things that I said is, is you need to fall in love with yourself before you fell in love with somebody else. Um, because again, um, everything that you don't deal on your own, you're going to deal with your spouse and that's going to be nasty, very nasty. Uh, and then you're going to pass those insecurities into your life, into your, into your kids' lives. Uh, sometimes even um, without knowing in, unintentionally. So um, one of the things that, that my wife and I do is uh, we go out on dates and then we talk about and, 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 and we have these conversations several times and we're like, tell me something that you don't like about me. <laughs> tell me something. Uh, and, and one time actually we make a list, right? My wife was trying to be very nice and she only wrote three things. And then I wrote three, like, I wrote like three <laughs> pages and she was like, <laughs> I, was like Wait. I was like, did we supposed to only put three things? <laughs> and I hurt her not knowing. I was like, okay, so this is where we actually, I was, I was newlywed. Um, we were, we were, it was probably a year. That's a recipe for disaster, marriage. my friend. Yeah, it is. It is. But I, again, nobody teach me how to be married. Sure. Mm -hmm. My my understanding of being married was get somebody pregnant and run away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all wow. it is, right? Again, and so this whole thing of being married is like, okay, it, to me was you're my wife. Do what I, you have to do what I like you to do. Sure. I In my in my head, there was no such thing as, okay, this is a a, a person with her own ideas, with her own yeah. baggage, with her own uh, personality, it was, you are now part of uh, my family. You're now my wife. So you have to do all these things. You have to be this. And there's no such thing as that. I'm sorry. If that's what you think, I'm sorry. You're, 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 you're in for a big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it is better when you're able to, 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 uh, or who better to point those insecurities on your, 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 the person that loves you the most mm. first is you. And then is your wife again? To me, is 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 like that. You have to love yourself. If I wanna, if I wanna, because the Bible says, love your wife as you love yourself, right? So you have to love yourself first to be able to love that person. And then when when you have to talk about those things, those issues, those insecurities, uh, you you talk to them in love, right? Sometimes I I get in front of the 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 mirror and I'm like, oh, you you idiot, why do you do that, right? But I cannot talk to my wife like that. I mean, I. I, um, and sometimes when, when you say that to yourself, it's like, you should have done this. You should have done that. Um, you should have reacted this way, that way. But we, when we go to our spouses, normally we stop and say, you idiot, but yeah. never, you never say, <laughs> you never have the follow-up conversation that you normally mm, have with yourself. Yeah, that yeah. is, well, this is how you should have fixed this. This is how we should have done this. Right. And, and we're so, so hard with, with, uh, our spouses. Uh, and so, so, um, there are insecurities sometimes that are not visible to you, but you got to have that conversation. So you have to have that relationship with your spouse and, and being able to say, honey, help me out. Uh, and and I, I had those conversations with my wife. Um, 
one time I said, I'm, I'm struggling with this. And I told my, I was vulnerable with my wife and I said, you know what? I, I'm, I'm struggling with this. And she went on and on. He's like, well, I told you, I knew it, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, hold on. Um, I told you this because I need help. Yeah. I need, I didn't tell you this because I wanted you to go on and off about how right you were about what we were, what the issues that we were talking about. I told you this and it was hard for me to accept this as a man, but I told you because I needed help because I needed to come to you in help. So you have to have those conversations, even if they're not yeah, yeah. Um, uh, fun to you, but uh, when, when you're dealing with insecurities and that was an insecurity that I was, I, I opened up to my wife and I said, and then, and then she was like, yeah, you're right. And then I'm sorry. Right. But, wow. but that's the type of wife that I have. I mean, she, she is uh, a person that um, uh, she's willing to say, yeah, I screwed up. It, this is not how I should have reacted. Yeah. Um, another time, um, we were talking with Elon. I don't recall exactly what it what it was, but uh, he came to us and and uh, basically he said, "Mom, Dad, I screwed up." And my wife went on and on. She's like, "Well," and I said, well, "Hold on." Same thing. He came to us. He's being vulnerable and he's saying, "Yes, mm. here I am. Yeah. I need help." And sometimes as parents, that's what we do, and and keep going. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I knew. I knew you yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, were yeah. not ready for this. Mm -hmm. I knew. Blah blah blah. blah. And we, we, we start condemn, condemning and we start pointing um, the insecurities of our lives, of the lives of our kids and make them bigger when mm -hmm. we should be actually helping them, right? We start just telling them, yeah, I knew you were needed. I knew you couldn't do this. I knew blah, blah, blah. And so um, when your kids, your spouse comes to you and tells you, um, I'm dealing with this, don't be prompt to judge. Um, mm. and that's, that's, that's one of the, the things that's that hard. I learned. It, yeah. And it, it yeah. is hard mm -hmm. because you want to say, see, I told you, I told yeah. you, you were, that, that was wrong. And as parents, you want to say, yeah, I was right. I told you, yeah. but that's not, yeah. that's not, that's the wrong approach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, cause again, uh, uh, you need to be able to, to be that rock to your kids. Uh, you want to be that person that they can come and say, well, yeah, you screwed up now. Let, how, and thank you for recognizing or accepting that this was an issue. So how are we going to fix it going forward? Yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting you said that because uh, I remember initially, like, you know, when you're first married, you're like, oh, I have all these things that they're doing wrong and they're mm -hmm. blah, blah, and I was right. And then very quickly I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. It's just yeah. like, it's just, it's just he being human. So, yeah. Okay. So we're at the end. Yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> well, it goes by so it fast. Goes, it, it does. Really does. does. There's yeah. like, there's so much information packed in there. You have yeah. to listen to it all. You got to go back and just understand at the core. I really feel like what Eric was saying is you got to have, you got to take, you got to honestly take a step back, get an honest look at yourself. Where do you want to go? Where do you want your marriage to go? Where do you want your family to go? And then base all of your decisions off of that. Um, and uh, and really just have that foundational piece. But we have a surprise. Eric doesn't <laughs> know this is going to happen. So oh. <laughs> we want to know. Uh, we want to know from Eric what he sees in men's society today that needs to change to ha have men be successful in the future. Or like what is an area where he thinks men could do better, could do different or maybe where they're lacking or what do they really need for their life? But 
in order to hear his answer, you have to go to the YouTube channel and watch the video because it ain't going to be here. Awesome. This has been episode 59. <laughs> to check out his answer, you have to go to the YouTube channel and check it out at Menovation on the YouTubes. We out! <laughs>